Uh, she was like kidnapped when she was 14, and then you know, 200 years later, fully grown, she appeared on a boat covered in blood. So possible. Mm, mm. Okay, that's fun. I'll uh, sidle along the ledge toward the toward the crack. So. I need to know anyone who is wearing medium or heavy armor. Hey, how's it going? Which I think is going to be Romney and Javid. Javid, I thought you just medium? had light armor. Do you have, do you have medium? Uh, what are you wearing? We upper you you? Studded, it's light. Yeah, I thought you had hide armor. That's light, right? No, I've got studded. Oh, you've studded leather. That's still very much light. Yeah, I'm the only one wearing actual armor. Okay. I'm the only one um, wearing so actual armor and also have I need you there. to, those of you who are making, uh, going to sidle along this ledge, I need you to make acrobatics checks. I'm gonna go like I'm gonna do it and then be like oh, wait <laughs> and then fly. And then I'll be there to like Yeah, actually I suppose I could just literally can I just walk along the edge? Because like I have spider climbs. As soon as fire tries to fly away, you're in a dream. Your wings don't work. It's No you feel extra heavy today for some reason. Um okay. Can I walk on walls, or is that also taken away? As far as you can tell, you cannot walk on walls. You put your foot to step up on it, and it just kind of slips down. You're trapped on Terra like the rest of them. No, this is just wrong. This is wrong. Let's see. Oh my goodness. This is going well. Oh my. <laughs> now, does this count as difficult terrain? No. Oh, you're just so used to flying. You never actually walked no. anywhere. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, I will let Briar roll with advantage because she is small. So does the doesn't you know you're you're kind of I guess walking normally on along this little ledge. Roll again or not? Yeah, go ahead and roll again. Uh, we'll see if you can do better than a three. <laughs> Natural one, twice in a row. Drop in a pit of lava. I feel like thirteen's okay. All right, so we've got a 22, a 13, a 6, 12, 14, and then. Yeah, a little bit. I snapped fast. I skipped breakfast, so I'm just like poking some chips down. Thank <laughs> you. 
All right, so as you guys are traveling, attempting to squeeze your way along, suddenly the... we're all naked because it's a dream. It's a dream, yes. God, uh, no, no, please, no. <laughs> oh. for the exam. Um, Falling out. There's a misstep. A section of the ledge kind of crumbles and falls away, and suddenly Javid, and the lead, is dangling off of the ledge. As the rest of you kind of are trying to recover and, and like figure out how to grab Javid, the rest of the ledge just like falls away underneath you, and you plummet. Not into the lava, but onto, strangely, another ledge. About 30 or 40 feet below, you land with thuds and cracks on your back. Um, I will say, Ezra, you can make, because you have special monk falling stuff, um, we would be able to Thank do that you. for us. So it is uh, going to be a roll. Trying to find it. Um, the slow fall. I reduce all falling damage by 35 damage. So um, I take damage over 35. But under that, I don't take any damage at all. But yeah, Nara. it's slow fall. Beginning at level four, you can use your reaction when you fall to reduce any falling damage you take by an amount of five times your monk level, which is 35 right now because I'm level nine. Or 45, excuse me. Because I'm level nine. Or no, my monk level is... No, it's 35 because my monk level is seven. I had it right the first time. Now I have to so you roll damage and then I just reduce it by 35. Alright, so it would be 11 bludgeoning damage to each of you. And you land with a crack on a lower lead. It is immensely hot here as well. And I need each of you to make a constitution saving throw. Keep me. Told you, corpse on a sunny day, not a good thing. All right. So it was, the save was quite easy for this one. Javid actually almost didn't pass, but um, you can tell that it is going to get much more difficult as time goes on. Is there a way to get back up? As each of you stands and surveys the space around you, you can tell that your pad that you kind of landed on, it's this great pillar rising out of the lava, 
there are a number of smaller ones kind of leapfrogging their way some distance towards another wall about 80 to 100 feet in front of you. However, there are two paths, one to the left, one to the right. You can see on the right path near the wall, there is some kind of figure, uh, a body or, or a creature of some kind lying prone and stationary on the furthest pad. Omni, which direction? Is, is, yeah, is the object that I'm looking for on that pad with said body? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, that's our guy. He has our thing. Uh, before we go jumping on paths, uh, maybe we could uh, rope each other together so if somebody falls, they don't, they get caught by the others. Wouldn't that just take us all down? Uh, no. We would hold on, and the person would be caught and not fall into the lava. Alpine hiking style. I just feel like if like somebody chunky fell, they would they would cause us all to fall. As I, I look at Romney. How many feet out is that body? Uh, 80, 90 feet. Well, okay. Um, do we all need to go up there, or do we just need to get the thing and then come back here? Yeah, I feel like we just need to get the thing, right? So we, we only need one person to go out to get the thing. Like, could uh, Dimension over there? But uh, I'm feeling like maybe I should let somebody borrow my cape in case the body is playing dead. I'm good at it if, if it's dead dead, but playing dead, that's... Why don't you take Briar with you? Like, you know, you can you can jump over there and take Briar with you, and then if it's playing dead, Briar can just kill it. How much jumping it's is required dead, to, get, dead. to get there? Well, Dimension or... Door is up to 500 feet, so if you can just zap over there. Do it twice, though. I suppose we can no. walk back. It's a one-person... Plebeians. I thought you can take so... you and then somebody your size or smaller. No. For Dimension Door? That's the spell. <laughs> she has the cape of Montebank. Oh. But either way, even the spell is for one person. No, no the spell is you and one other person. You're, you teleport yourself from your current location to any other spot within range. Mm, dimension door, I know you can, you can take another person. I used to have that spell with a different character. Emily also used to have that spell. So it would be a fair few jumps to get over to the body. As you are having this discussion, there's an echoing groaning noise, grinding of stone on stone that seems to just kind of slightly above the din of the rolling lava. <clears throat> Can I peek my head out over the ledge? Okay. Enough talking. Uh, I'm going to take a running jump and start trying to bound across to 
toward the uh, the body. Okay, so um, it is either acrobatics or athletics, your choice on this. I need to check Plus from Judy. Nine. Phew. I my head out over the lava to see if I can see what the sound is. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. I'm going to follow Javid because I don't trust his ability to not fall and I want to be there to try to catch him. Azrael can't stick to walls. Briar can't fly. Yeah, but I can I still park it. I assume that I've, I've likewise uh, lost my climbing speed. Uh, yes. <clears throat> I think everybody but me should be able to fly. The dream. Can I? Can I like determine what, like based on what's talking and just thinking about it? Can I determine what we're losing and why we're losing it? Like, is it just innate abilities that are going away? Are we losing magic? Are we losing things given given to us by greater beings? Like, what all is going away? It's the nightmare uh, fuel. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, you're in a nightmare and you're losing everything that would make it not quite so nightmarish. You know, you, when you try to punch something in a dream. And your arms are, are trapped and you can't punch as hard or you're trying to run away from something and you just can't run as fast as you think you should be able to. Famous has opinions. <laughs> um, so, Briar, you cannot pinpoint exactly what the the sound is but it is it is constant and it's very faint you can tell you whatever it is uh, it sounds like stone grinding on stone but it is not very quick and it does kind of sound like it's coming from the other path Whatever that is, it's it's creeping up on us from the other path. Yeah, it's probably some kind of lava denizen. I'm just gonna send Gambi to grab the damn stone from the lobby. Um. Well. What? Now, what? Now? I think Javid and I jumped over there to grab the stone. As Javid and Asriel arrive at the body, you can see as you get closer that it appears to be uh, the incapacitated body of the same dwarf that you had met earlier, the mage Gorin's uh, twin X. Uh, but he is passed out uh, and just and, you know, asleep on the ground in front of you. Um, you two can hear the grinding noise a bit louder, and about maybe 30, 40 feet, like, off to your left is the end of the other path. And the two of you can see that very well obscured on the other side is around a very strangely shaped corner is a door. And the door is sliding closed ever so slowly. 
That is probably our exit. Yeah, can I just run towards the door to try to hold it open? Uh, you would have to run all the way back to the pad that everyone else is on, and then all the way along the other pad. So it's not in front of us. Okay, I'm just going to scream out, grab that door, as I'm, like, running towards it. I scream out, hi, and then run for it. All right, so... Uh, I'm going with Briar. Uh, okay, so... Whoever is going to run towards the door, can I get you guys to make acrobatics or athletics checks? And then, um, can I get from uh, Azriel slash Javid, you, if you guys are going back the other day, can I get you guys to make uh, acrobatics or athletics checks? We need to pat the body down and see if he's got the crystal, right? I thought we grabbed the crystal. He did you not. Really had a, oh, if he's yeah, just incapacitated, you should grab him if you can. But the the object that I can still see is with him. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, should we just grab the body? Is what you're saying? Bring the body. Really? Okay. If he's just yeah, sleeping. Okay. Maybe we can bring him back to himself. Okay. You know? I mean, I mean, I'm not very strong, but I mean, Javid, do you want to help me carry the body? Well, if uh, a quick pat down does not turn up a the crystal, and we think the crystal is with the body, perhaps inside, or the, in, the uh, body embodies the crystal, then yeah, we're going to have to bring the body back. So we'll hoist him up and try to uh, fling him across the gaps. All right, so he is fairly heavy. Uh, and you can tell that the two of you will probably need to help each other to get back. Okay, can, I mean, can the two of us carry the body together back? Correct. Um, but uh, doing so would definitely put you guys at disadvantage for whatever checks you're in. Now I want to use a rope. I want to tie a rope under his arms and toss and drag the rope him across the gap so that somebody on the other side can hold on to that and uh, maybe we uh, we even uh, ferry him ac across uh, what do you call it the um, not boson seat uh, I think they use the shuffle bodies between ships Anyway, tie him, tie him uh, up under his arms and then chuck one into the other side across the gap and see if we can uh, winch him across it, as it were. Yeah. Or drag him or something. Well, we've got a, a gap to cover, so he's going to be dangling. I mean, that's fine, oh. right? Like, we should on have the, enough to like yeah. So as this is, as you two are are discussing this, um, Romney and Briar, you're kind of leaping from spot to spot, but it's taking you a while. One of you like jumps over, almost misses, and kind of has to pull yourself back up onto it, leaping again, going incredibly slowly as you try to make your way across. Snow, you're able to bound directly to the other side. You kind of turn and look back, and you can see. 
Uh, Romney, Breyer struggling to get across. Dimitari still back on the first pad. And Javid and Azriel are trying to figure out how to maneuver the dwarf out of the situation. And the door behind you is sliding shut. Like underneath it, fair bit. It's like at your head and just lowering. Now that we're there is a passageway. There does not necessarily appear to be an operating mechanism. However, there is a gearing system on the other side. All right, go ahead and give me, uh, I guess, what are you shoving? Uh, you have a, a what? A, like a mining pickaxe? Oh, or is that? That would do it. Uh, go ahead and give me a. No, athletics. But I'll let you use your decks, I guess. Just gotta aim the pickaxe in. Uh, you're gonna roll a dexterity check, but you're gonna use your athletics modifier. So you have a Plus two to. Are you proficient in athletics checks? Yes. All right. So it's a dexterity check that you're proficient in. So you you would add the plus three because proficiency above level five is three between five and ten. So whatever your strength mod is plus three, that's your that's the check. Well, is your athletics different from your dexterity modifier? Yeah, like what what's your dex mod compared to your strength mod? Five is which one? All right, and then what's your strength mod? Okay, so then add three to that, and that's what the roll is. Math is good. It's good. That's my bad. Okay. So you kind of like land the pickaxe into the gears. You like can see a couple of these little strange looking teeth in the mechanism. You scrape them away and it just starts to slow. It doesn't stop. It's like kind of like lurching forward. You can see the gears are moving slowly, but it is slowed. You appear to have given everyone else a few more moments. So what are Javid and Azrael doing? Can, Actually, what's Demetari doing? Obi -Wan. I was going to ask, um, 
if there's any room left on the plate that the body Azrael and um, Javid are on. Well, I mean, yes, but they've gone the wrong direction. But they're getting the body. Yes. Right. So you want to help us get the body? Because we're trying to, like, maneuver some type of holy drag system. Like, if we help tie up the body, do you want to stay over there and we can throw the rope? And you can pull and we can carry and maybe the three of us can get the body over faster. Well, um, look at Dimension Door and you're right. It can carry an additional person. It's further down in the description. Um, so I was just going to use the cave of Mount bank and, um, grab him and we'll just transport to the you have door. To be willing. And I don't think a, a body can be willing if you're unconscious. You can't, you can't dimension door an unconscious person. You, you have to be conscious oh, yeah. of consent. Yeah. You, you can dimension door everything you're carrying, right? Can she carry him? It's not an object not though. So that's the problem. Like it, if it was dead, she could carry it. But because it looks like he's just unconscious, then then she can't carry it. Because if he's not dead, he's not an object. He's still a creature. He's just an unconscious creature that can't consent. Do we have a way to make him conscious? Great, undead man. Be great. Um, I mean. Okay, if if we don't think we can wake him up, I feel like we're just shouting across the cavern. Can you wake up? So wait, I, I have. Let me check my spells. I could try to heal him. Does so he's unconscious, right? Correct. Okay, let me try to heal him. I'm I'm gonna do um a heal spell. Let's see. Um. Yeah. So I just scream out of like, wake up. And he yields six hit points. Um, so he he wasn't unconscious because he was at zero hit points. He he is a magically rendered unconscious. So even my six hit points won't do anything. Well, I mean, he's at you know he he's not unconscious because he was at zero. He's just like asleep. Can I slap him really hard? He is magically rendered unconscious. That's not a no. Yeah, that's not a no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna slap him a few times, see if that does anything. I mean, you can, you, as you're kind of like batting his cheeks around this little dwarf, he's just like taking it. You know, he's kind of flopping around, um, but he does not seem to be responding. Yeah. Then can we just rig some type of pulley system with the rope and see if we can just drag him? You can certainly try. I feel like that would be a little difficult. Uh, yeah, without the uh, the so sleight of hand, just had to try to tie uh, the rope up and kind of tie the rope so he's kind of like a sled. Could we polymorph him so that you can carry him? Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, we could totally do that. Can you do that? I can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Make him like, I don't know, a frog or something. I can put him in my pocket. I'll make him a lizard, because it makes sense in a lava area right now. Okay, um, all right, yeah. 
Big Melissa, and I'll put them in my pocket. Alright. Can I run over there and, like, try to polymorph them into a bearded dragon? I think you only need to be within, like, 30 feet, don't you? Uh, 60 feet, but I think you I was 90 feet away, right? Yeah. yeah. Alright. Um, so can I get an acrobatics or athletics check from you? You're not getting athletics. <laughs> Have I made it to the door yet? Uh... Probably about this point, yes. You and Briar have finally gotten to the other side. <clears throat> and it's still moving? Yes, definitely. Um, very slowly, but it is certainly still moving. You can see it's starting to, like, warp and bend the pickaxe that uh, Snow put in there. Uh, Dimitar, you're able to jump a couple close closer to the body, so you, you're within 60 feet. I'm, I'm, I'm casting Polymorph. It's good that you hit points because that's up for the spell. So when she casts him into a lizard, I'm just going to put him in my pocket and then try to run back over to the, towards the door. He's probably trying to find something in the fight. That can't happen. Are you guys able to see my rolls? No, I don't see your rolls. Okay. All right. So targeting targeting the the dwarf, cast the spell, and he turns into a small unconscious lizard. And then I'm just running towards the door. You guys okay. got. So to go the other way, can I get you guys to make some more acrobatics or athletics checks? No, just the straight rolls this time, um, because you guys are uh, holding a lizard and not a full-size dwarf. Oof. I hope the lizard still has his beard. Lizard. <laughs> Running the other direction, um, Bri Briar and Romney, just as you guys had gotten to the passage where um, Snow was standing there shouting encouragement, you turned and you watched as the dwarf turned into a lizard. They shoved him in their pockets and they began sprinting the other direction. Uh, Demetari, as you're like hopping from one to the other, you like kind of get back to the first path, uh, then you turn and you start heading the other direction, kind of like slowly hopping, and you like miss one of the jumps and you start to fall, and then like two hands just like grab your jacket and start like running with you to the other side as Jabid and Azrael have you. Uh, 
We Thank told you, girl, don't worry. Heroes should never wear capes. Uh, you guys get to the other side. You kind of slip through the doorway. As the door is about waist height, you guys kind of like have to like crouch and slide underneath it. But you make it out to the other side. And, uh... Can I see that lizard? Yeah, here you go. And I, I hand Briar the lizard. As you guys turn, you kind of, like, blink for a moment. You find yourself standing in a clearing of the forest. And Azrael, as you produce what you thought was the lizard from your pocket, it is another gemstone. This was a lizard. It was a lizard, right, Javid? It was a lizard. Why is it not a lizard? Is that like stare at that it? it's not also a man? Wait, does that make me an alchemist? Well, since it's a rock, can I hold it? And I'll hand you the rock. There's collecting the gemstones. <laughs> We're uh, collect all three of the set and turn them in for uh, prizes at the end. We only have one more left. So, all right. Who's got the other one? Well, the other one's in, in the dwarf, the dwarf that was in the tree. We, we put it in him. So we've got to go back to the tree. Well, and we... put this one in too. Yeah, and then we then we got to find the other one as well. This is a fun little quest. I'm gonna be honest. All right. So, what are you guys doing now? Can we try to find the tree the dwarf was at? As you kind of turn and look around, you recognize that there is another clearing, another path through the forest. Is this a new path or like the old one? They all look the same. I should think my woodscraft would give me ability to tell one path from another. Uh, you make a nature check. Totally new trees. Never seen these ones before in your life. So, are you guys following the path? We're going to yeah. strike out and so. try to find the um, either the tree or the third stone. Um, Romney, are you able to locate a, a... I was just about to ask, am I getting any other signatures other than 
what's in Briar's hand. Uh, yeah, no other signatures right now. How long does that spell? An hour. Okay. Uh, no, it lasts for 10 minutes. Oh, 10 minutes. My bad. It's probably gone then. It's probably uh, gone then. Yeah, it's probably gone now. You guys were sidling along that lava platform for quite some time. Um, so this, this looks different than the path that we saw before, right? I mean, it looks the same. Trees are trees. Yeah. We determined that we can't tell. Can can you um same forest? You, you guys are in the same place. Ronnie, can you cast that spell to find the dwarf, or is that a different spell? That would be a different one. I can find the gems, and I mean he has one, so realistically, I should be able to find that. But I can't find him specifically. But if you cast the spell for the gem, won't it lead you to the gem we already have? I well, think it will only show you this nearest of a specific one. So because you're right next to the gym, it would never show you another one. Can I do a survival check? See if I can try to find the dwarf in the tree. Like, see if I can try to backtrack based off the way we came to try to find the the tree the dwarf is in. Sure. Go ahead and give me a survival check. And I'll take one from Javid as well. Oh, wait, you already did one. Uh, that was to recognize the trees. I'll take another one from Javid. Twenty-eight, huh? Right. So the two of you begin kind of making your way to the edge of the clearing, investigating this path. Um, and Javid, you recognize pretty quickly that the path is simply where you need to go. You begin kind of walking along it. You round a couple turns, uh, step over a log, and you find yourself looking down into the familiar clearing, the tree on the far side of its gnarled roots sheltering the dwarf. All right. The rest of you kind of catching up right behind Javid. I'll go up to the tree and although I cannot still speak with it, uh, can I get down between the roots to the, the dwarf? Um, as you approach, the roots are wide enough apart for for you to crawl underneath. You know, it's it's not like blocking you or anything. All right. Well, um, if uh, is uh, Briar able to to slip through? I mean, all all of you. I can. have. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Um. So well, yeah, let's let's go in and and put the stone in uh, the the uh, setting, and uh, let's then turn our attention to the third one. I think we need to get a little bit away from this one for Romney to use this spell. Okay, so as you can kind of crawl down inside, you can see the dwarf at the far side. He's kind of wide-eyed and staring at you. 
the roots kind of squeeze as you get deeper, begin to slow your passage. You begin to almost feel claustrophobic and trapped. Briar is still able to move freely, but the rest of you are kind of struggling to get near him as it seems as though the tree is like dragging you away from him. He looks terrified. Is this plant-based difficult terrain? Can you avoid oh, magical no. difficult terrain? No, it's non-magical plants. No, you cannot avoid this. Um... Well, can I go get them? Briar can move freely, right? Yeah. I'll go get him. Shh, it's okay. Come on. Can I get you to make for me a uh, persuasion check? And I'll give you advantage because you're very small and friendly looking. And she buzzes in a most enchanting fashion. We gotta start like slightly unscrewing the tops of her seasonings. That way, when she like accidentally dumps the whole thing out, she just accidentally rages while cooking, and she just uh, rage cooks. Yeah, like her teeth are sharpened, and she smiles, and it looks like that, like you know, she's gonna eat you. Yeah, you kind of crawl towards him, and you've got like the gem, and you're like, "Shh, don't worry," and you smile. He's like, "Ah!" <laughs> but you're able, you're strong enough. You like grab him and almost pull him towards you, and you. Put the gym into just, the like, nexus. dragging him to hell. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no. Yeah, and in Dwarvish, he's screaming like, "No, I don't want to." No. Uh, but you're able to grab him. And you insert the gym into his necklace, and kind of almost with a snap, the tree stops squeezing and like withdraws, and the rest of you are able to catch your breath and speak freely. The dwarf is kind of looking around, wide-eyed, confused, no longer terrified. He's kind of looking around. He looks at the rest of you. Who are you? I'm sorry. I don't really know how I got here. No, neither. Uh... But uh, we're trying to help you and ourselves get out of this. Uh, do you happen to know where you are? Oh, I'm going to assume that I made a mistake in my spell crafting. This is probably That's disappointing. Um, and he kind of looks down at the gym around his neck. And then he kind of looks up at Briar and he goes, You look terribly familiar. Do I know you from somewhere? Have I met you before? My cousin. Hmm. You know, I get confused with my cousin all the time. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably him. Did I do an insight check on that? Like, is Briar lying? You've seen, Beetle, you've seen them all. Oh, sure. Yeah, I definitely want to roll an insight check on that. Is she lying? Can I roll an inside check on that? Sure, go ahead and roll an inside check. Has he seen me before? 
so Azrael, it you know, the dwarf is kind of confused and and Briar is telling the truth, sort of, in a way. Uh, but Briar, you can tell this guy doesn't look familiar to you at all. You've never met this guy before in your life. But he kind of thinks for a moment and he goes, Is your name Barley? Oh shit, you do know my you know my my uncle. That's what's up. Okay. And he goes, um, yes, that's, yes, right. Yes, barley, 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 barley. Great, I'm great, sorry, great killer. Yeah, okay. What's he doing? When's the last time he... Uh, I was, um... Oh, where was I? I was in Thalassa some time ago last I saw him. We were engaged in some uh, things together. Uh, but it is good to meet you. And your name is? I'm sorry, I don't know you. I don't believe he's ever mentioned um, family. Sorry, my name's Briar. So were you close? Uh, we were certainly friends and we've uh, worked together. Uh, on occasion. Uh, but it is good to meet you. It's good to meet you too. Sorry I almost scared you to death. No, no. Uh, my apologies to each of you. And he kind of looks around and all of you, like, you're like sweaty and tired and like kind of bloody and like dirty looking. And he's like, I can <laughs> tell you're having a very good time. Your mind is a dark place. Yes. Um, well, you know, we all have our nightmares and stuff. Speaking of uh, dark places in your mind, uh, do you know where your mind might have put the third gem? Um, if you find a point of what we'd like to get you out of here and us. Well, um, if you give you a minute, my mind is still, I'm afraid, a little bit foggy. Uh, how did you come to be in here? I'm afraid I, obviously, with the exception of my good friend Briar here, I don't really recognize the rest of you. I'm not sure I would understand how you came to be here. Barley doesn't really engage in such uh, sorts of things, so. And as well, he was quite far away last I saw him. We um, we kind of met you in the real world, and you were sleeping, and we kind of needed your help. And um, the people that work, I guess, under you, first of all, you need to have a talk with them, because useless. Secondly, I guess I should get to the point. Um, we touched your crystal and said the magic word so that we could help you get out of here. Ah, uh, okay. Um, you you came to us, the Mage Guild, for assistance. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it you were working on? Transportation. Transportation. Wow. Well, yes, I am the expert in that sort of thing. It might take me a little bit to get back to form once we were. 
and I, I will say that uh, your assistance in this regard is most appreciated. I will be more than willing to send you wherever you need to go and for whatever purpose you need to go there. Maybe just once or twice. No, not too many times. It gets expensive, but you get what I'm saying. Perhaps we can get one transport and and uh, upgrades on the uh, I say less than first class items that uh, your uh, fellow guild members fobbed off on us. Uh, certainly, I'm sure I can ask some questions and figure out what exactly is going on once I return. Your assistance is most appreciated. As to where the final piece may be, the one that will grant me control over the dream state, um, most likely it is with uh, the thing that I am most afraid of. Oh, well, why, why are scarecrows so so terrifying? Haven't you oh. seen them? Terrifying things. It's I don't know. Yeah. Scare, right? Yeah, it's scary. You know, it's it, that's what they do. They scare you. Provide your crow, of course. Yes. Um, it is a little bit cozy down here. Uh, do we all mind if we kind of uh, get out from underneath this tree that I appear to be under? Yeah, no, not at all. No, I man. thought that was just your little safe space. Uh, no, I must have crawled down here for some reason. I'm not really sure what's going on. I mean, the tree's been protecting you. Do you have something with trees? Like, you know, like, I, I try not to judge. I'm just saying, like, do you and trees have a certain type of relationship?
We still have our handy dandy goggles, right? That happened. Yes, I think Demetari is wearing them, correct? Yeah, you, you Demetari is the one with the goggles. Um, Bre or, uh, Romney gave everybody else the ability to just see in the dark. You're muted. I don't. Okay, there we go. Uh, my dark vision only lasts an hour, so probably not at this point. Um, you guys can probably have it. Maybe not for much longer, but. Uh, and actually, so as you begin to wind yourselves along this new path, the path twists and turns with uh, Gorin's kind of. Um, Talking to each of you in, in turn, he asks you who you are, where you're from, uh, just learning a little bit about everything. Uh, making friends, figuring out what you guys are, you know, what you're after, you know. He, he asks really, really great questions about where you see yourselves in five years, that kind of thing. I, I don't answer any of his questions, I just stare at him. As he's like asking these questions, and Azrael's just kind of staring at him, he's like, he kind of looks in at you and kind of like sizes you up for a minute. And he's like, huh, interesting. And you can tell that he's got this like kind of, he, he has a, a, a rather kind of in, in this circumstance, kind of a piercing gaze as though he. Sees something about you more than surface level. And I roll an insight check just to see, like, if I can figure out what he's seeing. Sure, go ahead and roll insight. Okay. Um, you can tell that he is as he is staring at you, you can feel strangely your symbiote kind of squirming a little bit, like as though he is looking not at you, but at the entity that resides within you. Can I ask her if she knows him? The, uh, kind of, the voice kind of responds, I do not know this dwarf in particular, but I do recognize his kind. And the dwarf's just kind of looking at you, and then he kind of, hmm, interesting. And he wanders off and claps like Romney on the shoulder. You, young man, tell me about yourself. Yeah, I just, just launched into a spiel about my god, obviously. 
He he is very intrigued and interested in hearing it. Um, Asriel, your kind of symbiote definitely feels uncomfortable having been inspected by another individual. I'm going to watch him carefully and then, you know, maybe kill him in his sleep later. Time would be now, right? Well, like, we're in his mind. We need to get out of his mind first. Well, don't you know you die in a dream? You die in real life? Yeah, exactly. True. But then we're stuck in his dream, and I, I don't really want that. This guy's demented. All right. in front of you, suddenly the trees begin to like shrink and they their bark shifts and changes shape as you walk. And suddenly you find yourself standing within ruins. The rubbles of some ancient building arise around you. You realize you are standing within some kind of ancient church of some kind. In a great hall, huge pillars holding up this buttressed ceiling, huge sections of it have fallen away. It is quite dark here. A, um, like a tabernacle. Some kind of a <clears throat> room or structure where you do not placed. What you do see is at an altar, there are a few kind of golden but tarnished. Uh, jewels and other such things, items of worship. The dwarf kind of stops uh, interacting with each of you. He was previously fairly jovial and, and friendly, uh, and now he's kind of gone silent. He's kind of looking around at this building, and he begins to kind of like weave through the rest of your group to the front and slowly approaching the step. All of you are kind of watching him as he heads up to the top. He means like kind of lifting up some of the religious icons, setting them back down, just kind of looking at them curiously. Kind of mutters, looks around, and then behind you, there's suddenly this like cold breeze that washes over your back, and one by one, as you kind of feel this like sensation the hairs on the back of your neck kind of stand straight your goose pimples pick up across your arms and there's just this force behind you and as you turn ever so slightly the hall behind you is pitch black and suddenly eyes begin to glow massive ones and this great black beak forms out of the darkness and he goes oh, oh. The scarecrow, and he dives behind the table in front of it. Can I run up and punch the scarecrow? All right. So as you begin to sprint towards it, 
this icy wind, this gale blasts you in the chest. Um, and I need each of you to make dexterity saving. You'd have advantage, Briar. Rolled it right before you said so. I, I'm just probably okay though. Twelve, seven, twenty. All right. So Snow and Javid, the two of you pass on a save, and you're probably further away from it as this like icy wind gusts over you. Uh, so you, Javid and Snow, you guys would take 12 cold damage, and you suffer no other ill effects. However, Asriel, Demetari, Briar, and Romney, this icy wind blasts you. You take 24 cold damage, and you're just like frozen in place. Can Briar roll again? Because she didn't roll with advantage and she's good. Oh, yes. Uh, I'll take another roll from Briar just in case you get higher. It was, I mean, are you, are you asking if you can have the damage? You can have the damage. Uh, are you saying deck save? Yep, just roll me another deck save. Was this magic? Like, could I use evasion? Uh, what does evasion do? Uh, uh, evasion does... Give me one second, I will look it up for you. I have to find my... Um, stunning strike, physician sets. Here we go. When you are subject to an effect that allows you to make a dex saving throw to take only half the damage instead of no damage if you succeed and half the saving throw... Um, and only half if you fail. It's similar to the rogue's evasion. Yes, you would take you would take twelve. Um, so Briar at nineteen, you would save. So you are not frozen, and you only took twelve damage. All right. And before we get into the fight with the scarecrow, the literal scarecrow, um, I think that's where we're gonna stop because I uh, don't know how easily I'm gonna be able to roll it. Uh -huh. Well, I hope you guys had fun and enjoyed moving forward a little bit further in our story. Are you going to be uh, at Chris's next week? Yeah, I should be at Chris's next weekend and be able to actually run the game. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. No, this is this is an interesting little like delve into Adorf's mind. I'm sure he'll have some more. Uh, consequences in the campaign. I will see you guys next weekend. Right. Bye. All right. Later. Bye.